welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast, where this year we are sharing 52 financial tips to transform your finances. So if you want to be better at managing your money, you want to pay off debt, you want to buy your first home, or you want to learn about investing and where to invest, how to begin, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Peter Komalase, and I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further delay, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode on the podcast. It is 1.30 in the morning on Sunday. And me being me, I found myself being really, really busy despite all this time that I've got on my hands because I'm on the high risk list. I just seem to just fill my time with a load of stuff that has meant that this has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. But I'm finally here recording this episode to come out to you lovely people in a few hours time. And I just want to say thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support so far. So this week's show, I wanted to talk about investing apps. This is something that is a natural um, segue to come into based on the topics that we've been discussing over the last two, three weeks, particularly with the markets being as they are currently. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that um, clearly I've had a little bit of commentary on the markets, particularly last week, because, well, let's, let's just face it, the markets behave irrationally sometimes. And whilst you think that the market should continue to fall in value, there are moments when the markets decide to do the complete opposite and go on a bit of a rally. And we saw that last week, particularly because of the $2 trillion bailout or relief um, aid that the American government has just signed off. And I just need to reiterate that number, $2 trillion. It is a huge amount of money. This is the biggest, the biggest cash injection into any economy in history. And that number alone gives us a clear indication of how big of a challenge this coronavirus outbreak really is, not just for us, but for the world. And if America are injecting $2 trillion into their economy to keep things going, then God help us all because we are in for a fight. And I don't think that that is an understatement to make. I mean, the numbers in America right now are staggering. They are across 100,000 sort of confirmed cases. And I believe they've quickly accelerated over a thousand deaths. I mean, we only just got to that number over the last two, three days, but they got there pretty quickly. So this is a big uh, pandemic that we're facing, a huge challenge. And we all just need to stick together. Um, The markers will do as they do. And I want to talk about apps today because This is something that you guys have been asking me about as first-time investors, people interested in investing in the markets. You want to know how you should go about investing in the markets. I've done a little bit of homework and I've committed to reviewing at least five apps for you. There was Wealth of Five, Moneybox, Nutmeg, Wombat and Plum were the ones that I've chosen out. I know, I know there are a few more. There's Trade212, there was free trade as well that was on that list and I will do those but those are the first five that I am prioritizing right now in fact 
over the weekend, I actually shot the video walking you guys through Wealthify. So I want to talk a little bit about that today just to give you guys an insight in terms of what I've seen. Uh, you won't be able to obviously listen to the audio of that video on this podcast and have it make sense because I was talking um, you through uh, their their website and talking through what I was seeing as I was seeing it and reacting to what I was seeing as a, as a financial services professional and giving some tips there. So I thought I'd kind of do exactly the same on the podcast uh, today for you guys to use this as a reference to go and watch the video which is now live up on YouTube and I will link it also on my Instagram account you'll find the link in my bio by the way one of the things that I did manage to do whilst I'd had all this time off was to revamp the website so if you've not had a look at the new uh, website Phil then please do go and have a look the podcast is on there a bit, a bit more clearly now um, and I've also added a blog where there's going to be a ton of articles, aids, and so on and so forth on there. So if you've not checked out the website, please do go check out the website. So Wealthify, what did I think of Wealthify? Wealthify, I know the company. Um, I've heard of it. I've not really had any interactions with them uh, from a professional point of view, given what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. But I have heard very, very good things about them. They are backed by Aviva, and Aviva is one of the largest insurers in the country. Um, and there's a lot of financial strength behind a company like that. So the fact that they're backed by Aviva is a great thing if you're looking to use them as a first-time investor. Often, first-time investors will miss the important point of making sure that whenever you're placing your money with somebody, that you have to make sure that they've got enough financial resources behind them so that when situations like this now happen, where companies are, are shut down, we're all on lockdown, you know, people can't go into work, businesses are at risk of completely folding, you want to make sure that whoever you're placing your money with has enough financial resources behind them to ensure that they can weather this kind of storm. And Aviva is a huge company. The last time I checked, they did a half-yearly review last year, uh, back in 2019, and they reported £2.3 billion in cash. That's £2.3 billion in cash. Now, they will need to call on those reserves right now because I can guarantee you this, a lot of their workforce will not be working. And if they are working, they'll be working on, on a quite significantly reduced uh, workforce. So those kind of cash reserves are extremely important and they're extremely important for you because you don't want a provider like that, like Wealth of Five, to disappear off the back of something like this global pandemic that we're witnessing right now. So financial strength is a key thing and it's something that Wealth of Five does have. And that's very, very encouraging when I was doing the walkthrough on the website in the video. There were a couple of things that I really liked about them. Um, I work in financial services, you guys know, and the financial services industry is, uh, how do I put this, a bit old school, a bit muggy, a bit old old man, kind of change of the old guard, rear guard, whatever you want to call it. It's not very modern. It's not very up to date. And they come across as very up to date, certainly when you land on their website. And they, they use the right kind of language. And the imagery is very inviting because it's all about making your money work as hard as you do. And ensuring that they're able to put you in a position where you have a little bit of control in terms of what level of risk do you want to take with your investment, whether you're a cautious investor or an adventurous investor, and giving you control over 
how much you want to invest over a period of time. I know a number of you often ask, what is the right amount to start with? Well, the answer to that question is there is no right amount. As long as you invest something, at least you've got started. If you don't invest anything, you don't get anything. You don't participate. You don't play the game. You have no chance of winning. And it's really important just to get going, just to start the race one step at a time. So Wealthify kind of helps you do that. Um, and I like the way their, their imagery works. I like the language on the website. It's very, very positive. It's very, very encouraging. It's very, very welcoming. So as a financial services insider, I was quite pleased to see that they have a website that's welcoming in the way that it is. Now, another thing that I noticed on there, and this is something that I always look for anyway. And if you follow me on Instagram, I mentioned this last year a number of times. But whenever you're looking to put money with a provider, when it comes to your money at least, you have to make sure that they are regulated and authorised or authorised and regulated is the correct version of the the phrase by the Financial Conduct Authority. Now, the Financial Conduct Authority is basically the industry regulator. And every business, every single business that carries out regulated activities, so that's things like uh, giving financial advice or providing products or services, has to be authorised and regulated by them. And what that basically means is that, first and foremost, there are standards that you have to adhere to. There are standards that you have to meet when you're dealing with customers. And they are bound by things like treating customers fairly. And it's all about making sure that the customer gets what they're paying for, first and foremost. There are no obstacles put in their way. They get information in an easy, clear easy to understand fashion. There are no barriers put in their way in terms of dealing with their provider. There are some very, very strict um, standards that these companies have to meet. And this should be at the top of your agenda whenever you deal with any business, particularly when you're going to be handing over money to them. They have to be regulated and authorized by the Financial Conduct Authority. The second reason why that's important is because most businesses who are regulated and authorized by the FCA, I'm going to call them FCA now, um, most of them will pay into something called the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. What that basically means is that if you invest with them, the first £85,000 that you have with them is covered should they go into insolvency or the company were to disappear. So let's put that into context as to what's going on right now. So with the coronavirus outbreak, assuming Wealthify could no longer operate because Aviva also went bust, then your first, well, up to your first £85,000 will be recovered for you under the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. This is a huge, huge, huge plus point and a huge uh, criteria that you must use to judge whoever it is that you're going to place your money with. And that's why I get a little bit nervous about companies that are either they've got a parent company in America and this information isn't abundantly clear. Wealthify have it at the foot of their website. All companies who work in the financial services industry 
who are regulated by and authorized by the Financial Conduct Authority all have that statement in the footer of their website. So it's something that you definitely need to pay attention to and something that is very, very high on my list when I look at doing some due diligence on companies, on providers per se. As a first-time investor, this is extremely important. A couple of other things that really impressed me with um, Wealthify was as an investor, obviously, you need to understand what risks you're, you're taking when you're investing in the markets. And I, I particularly like the language that they used in terms of trying to get you to a point where you could identify as an investor. What I mean by that is they break their risk profiles into five uh, segments. It's cautious. Uh, I can't remember them all right now. There was cautious. There was tentative. There was adventurous. And there were two others. There were five classifications. And what they did really well is they gave a really basic, clear definition of what each of those five things meant. So it means that if you were to set up your account with them, you have to answer that question. You should be able to have a look at it and say, well, actually, that statement is probably true to me and how I feel about investing money in the markets. Typically, it's difficult to be able to get people to that place. As a financial advisor, we would go through questionnaires with people and there would be quite lengthy questionnaires uh, at times, 15, 20 questions. I worked at one place, we managed to get them down to 10 questions to and it, and it spat out a graph, a plot, um, a plot graph of where you were one, when we talked about the risk that you're willing to take when you invest. And now looking at, the process that Wealthify have Im- employed makes that system that I used to use seem almost archaic. So it's it's nice to see that they have a fresh way of communicating and, and guiding you through what kind of investor you perceive yourself to be. That was a beautiful thing that I saw in there. One thing that I thought was, was really, really great. Um, The other thing that I noticed on there as well was that they were very, very clear in terms of you'll be able to see what's going on with your investment at any given time via their app. And very, very clear in terms of they have two investment themes, as they call it. So uh, I would would probably rephrase it as strategies in, in opposed to themes. So they have obviously their original strategies, which is your typical invest in the market, pick the best companies possible to give you the best returns possible. Not really thinking too much about social policies or companies that have a social responsibility policy per se, but going for the best in class, best companies to invest in for the best possible return. That's their original investment strategy or theme as they call it. They also have an ethical theme and that is Ethical is becoming a bit more of a necessity for a lot of investment houses now because, let's face it, we are living in a world where we are trying to be carbon neutral. We have to reduce, you know, uh, plastic uh, pollution. We're looking at renewable energy sources now, even more so. Um, I drive an electric vehicle and electric cars are coming into the mainstream now. A lot of the other manufacturers are, are waking up to this fact. So efficiency is really, really important. And therefore, ethical investing is a big part of what a lot of investment houses are now looking at. It's very, very refreshing to know that they already have 
uh, a proposition available for you. And I wanted to talk a little bit about ethical investing because for many of you who are listening, you may be actually quite inclined to say, well, actually, that's a great idea, but there are a couple of things that you need to know. With ethical investing, what they're essentially trying to do is they're going to be screening out companies that don't meet their mandate. So their mandate might be, we don't want to invest in any businesses that have any affiliation or connections with tobacco, armaments, which will be weaponry, um, adult entertainment, pornography, um, pollution, water pollution, so on and so forth, right? they can be quite loose or, or strict with that criteria. It's completely down to them in terms of the mandate that they set for themselves as their policy for their ethical uh, investment strategy or theme, as they call it. But what that does is that can shrink the pool of businesses that they're able to invest in. And with that being the case, it means that sometimes, not all of the times, but sometimes ethical funds can struggle to perform well because you've got a smaller group of people, a smaller group of companies to invest in. Now, that isn't to say that if you invest in an ethical fund that you won't get good performance, not at all. You could get very, very good performance, but it's worthwhile knowing that by taking an ethical stance, you may not necessarily be invested in some of the blue chip companies that you would think that you would be invested in. And also to mention the ethical funds are slightly more expensive to run. So therefore it costs you a little bit more because they have to go through that extra layer of due diligence when they're screening the companies that they will invest in. I like the fact that they're very, very open about that. And there are two clear themes, two clear strategies that you basically choose from. You're either ethical, you go into their original ones, but at least they give you the choice. And it's something that they have brought to the forefront and something that they're actually focusing on. So I thought that was really, really refreshing. Now, with them, obviously, some of the key things that you need to watch out for as a first-time investor, and this is all in the guide, which I'll come to very, very shortly, is the fact that when you invest, if you set up your account with Wealthify and you are ready to go, you have to pay attention to things like the um, investment fact sheet. The investment fact sheet, I mentioned this in on Instagram last year, is basically a breakdown of what you're invested in, where you invested, and in what regions globally you're invested as well. It's got all of that tangible information in there. And the fact she will also give you an idea of what companies they're using to invest. So they have lots of partnerships with the likes of BlackRock, Henderson. Um, they've got iShare, which is also a part of BlackRock. It's a BlackRock fund almost. Um, they've got Legal in General up there. They've got they've got quite a few household names that they partner with, who will basically be the people who will be running or managing your money. So you put your money with Wealthify they will set up the portfolios and then the money will go to these houses to manage a portion of your money on your behalf. So it's really important that you understand via the fact sheet who's holding what of your money and in what percentages. It's not something that you're going to be able to influence or change, but it's worthwhile knowing so that you've got the detail and you might get to the point where actually you start following this kind of stuff very closely and at least you know, well, actually, I've got some money with BlackRock and they've done very, very well. Or you might hear them on the news and say, well, I've got some money with BlackRock. So 
you get a good understanding of how companies perform and how companies work. So that's one thing that you need to take note of. Make sure you read it, the investment fact sheet. The other thing that you need to take into consideration is the cost and charges schedule. So whenever you invest, you're going to get a breakdown of what it's going to cost you on a yearly basis to have the money invested with them. Typically with Wealthify, they charge you their own fee. So I think their own fee is in the region of 0.6%. And then on top of that, you have a investment uh, charge as well, which goes to the likes of BlackRock or Legal in General or Fidelity, who actually manage and run the money on their behalf. So there are two charges, they break them down, they separate them out, and they give you a percentage and they actually give you a yearly amount in pounds and pence. So please do pay attention to those two things if you do end up investing with Wealthify. Now that brings me on to the aid. Now, I mentioned on Instagram and I tested on Instagram whether you guys would find it useful if I produced a guide that took you through the process of opening your account with the likes of Wealthify. I've actually produced a guide specifically for that this week. And that's one of the reasons why I'm why I'm doing this right now at 1.30 in the morning. Well, 10 to 2, well, 2 o'clock in the morning because I spent slightly longer than I thought I would writing this guide. And um, it's a bit, it's very, very detailed in terms of giving you a little bit of a background, explaining terminologies. So you will come up uh, against uh, terminology like general investment accounts. What does that mean? I explain what it means. I explain when it would be right for you. I give you pointers. I give you top tips. I also talk about things like pensions. What are the things you need to know? ISIS, what are the things you need to know in the context of what's being offered on Wealthify? That guide is available on the website, conversationofmoney.com. It is under money guide. So once you've listened to this, or you've gone to watch the video on YouTube, head over to the website and grab that guide if you are looking at Wealthify as an option for you to begin investing. So really, that's it, guys. It is two o'clock in the morning. I've been speaking for about 22 minutes or so. Um, This was supposed to be a relatively quick episode today. Um, But you know me, I like to get going. I love speaking about investments and and this kind of stuff. This is is my thing. So uh, I enjoy this immensely. But guys, Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, you know I am. Don't hesitate to drop me a direct message on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, this is the first time that you've come across me. Thank you for listening. Um, I talk about money, finance, money management, investing, all things money and finance, in fact, um, on Instagram and on the podcast here. I do videos for YouTube as well, where I give almost tutorials like I have done with this video this week, talking about Wealthify, a run through. So if you are new to me and you don't follow me yet, um, please do consider uh, giving us a follow on Instagram. I have a Facebook page as well. It's called The Conversation of Money Podcast. It's dedicated to this podcast specifically. And you can find me on the website at conversationofmoney.com. But guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to bid you farewell. Until next week, take care. Another great episode down, but our journey together doesn't have to 
end here. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening on right now. And please don't forget to give us a good rating. That would mean the world to me. If you feel connected to the podcast and you found value in the episode that you've listened to today, join our free community where you will find free resources and more in-depth content on all things finance and money. And you will also find a community where you'll be supported by people who are on a similar journey to you. Links to our free community can be found on our website, conversationofmoney.com or on our Instagram at conversationofmoney. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Again, it means the world to me. I'm your host, Peter. Until next week, take care.